Dinsdag is Nationale Kankerdag en ek het besluit om Dr. Zuma, Nokwande Zuma, te nooi en die vloer een beetje oop te maak vir jou vanavond om enige iets te vraag oor kanker. Soos normaal, oncologist, as jy daar met hulle gaan keier. Hulle is die mense wat eindelijk kan verduidelik nie wat aangaan met jou nie. Hulle geer die story en dis dit is voorbij, vat jou pil en dan gaat jy. Right? So vanavond is, ja, Dus vanavond is anderste, jy is baan welkom om jou stem nou dier te stuur na 084-850-0942 at 0845-0942 WhatsApp line, send a voice note through. If you have any questions to ask, like I said a bit earlier on, tomorrow it's National or International Cancer Day to be specific, that's the 4th of Feb. So why not tackle it now today? The podcast is going to be available a bit later on. Evening Doc and welcome to Mac Arababali Nights. I'm well, I'm well. It's great to have you here and uh, had a great day so far? A long day. Mm -hmm. Still alive. Working with some patients? Yes. Are they patient? Lots of patients (laughs) and they are patient. Listen, so a brief background, right? In a very short way, where's your practice and, you know, how long have you been assisting in fighting this this disease? Um, So I'm based at uh, Netcare Olivedale, which is in Randburg as well as Busamed Morafontaine. Um, I've been fighting this cancer battle since 2012. It's my passion. Um, I live to help patients who are diagnosed with cancer. Um, a lot of people ask me, why cancer? Mm. And I say, you know, it takes a certain person to walk a patient who's been diagnosed with cancer. Um, it takes a patient with a good patient, doctor with good patient rapport, who's empathetic, uh, who's understanding, and will be there throughout the whole journey. Now, I need to ask you, right, so are there really, like, different type of cancers, and which one do you do you basically deal with? So there are many different cancers. Um, we divide them into solid tumors, okay. as well as blood-based tumors. Uh, my passions are, or rather my interests are, gynecological cancers, so all the cancers that females um, have, and colon and rectal cancers, as well as the um, brain tumors. Now, normally when people find out they've got cancer, you know, it's it's a very stressful kind of journey, you know, emotional kind of path, and it, it, it brings in a lot of stress, right, in a way. So what would you say is the best way to deal with it, you know, when you have to obviously announce the, the, the news to, to your patient? So understanding the diagnosis is first and foremost the important thing. Um, knowing what you're going to go through with regards to your treatment, um, whether you're going to get chemotherapy, whether you're going to get surgery, radiotherapy, how long your treatment is going to be, how tough it's going to be or how easy it's going to be. And also knowing that with whatever stage you've been diagnosed with, what the expectation will be with regards to you surviving or um um, your prognosis is. Do you think that, you know, I, I, I personally believe that it's not it's not quite of an open conversation around the community, mm-hmm. you know, cancer. We talk about HIV and AIDS, we talk about all these other diseases, but cancer, we don't normally, you know, put it out there. Do you, do you think that the country still needs a lot of education around it? Uh, there's a huge stigma. Um, people are fearful of cancer. Mm. So what we fear, we avoid. Um, so, and education with regards to cancer is still, and awareness is still minimal. Mm. Um, there was a time when we focused on HIV, 
Mm. I think now uh, we should be focusing on cancer because it is becoming more prevalent. Now, what are the most you know common cancers in the world? Talk about both females and and male. The so, most common cancers. So in males, um, the most common cancer is your prostate cancer, mm-hmm. followed by all your cancers that come from your colon and your rectum, um, and then your lung cancer. And then there's something called cancer of unknown primary, where we don't know where it comes from. Mm. And then um, your skin cancer, such as your Kaposi sarcoma. Those are the most common cancers in males. In females, it's a bit different. Um, the most common one is your breast cancer, followed by cervical cancer, cancer of the cervix. And then you've got your also cancer of your unknown primary, as well as your colorectal cancers, as well as your cancers that come from your uterus. Now, I bet these these come with obviously different kind of symptoms, right? Mm. I mean, what should one look out for? So, it's always important to know your body. Uh, a patient can come to me and give me symptoms, but the patient will always know their body more than I will know them. So, if you start with a simple uh, female patient, um, if you start having a discharge that's not normal, or you start bleeding, you're losing weight, you have pain, go see a gynecologist. Mm. Um, go have a pap smear um, for something that comes from the colon if you're starting to bleed from the back passage mm-hmm. uh, you're losing weight um, and you don't know why you're losing weight go see a doctor alright so I've got a question here from Quivers for you just take a listen to this talk Mr. Mac how are you and the Jacaranda family it's Quivers here from uh, Boxburg Jet Park Whitfield um, I just have a concern on my family on my side of the family, my mom's side and on my dad's side, most of the people pass away something to do with cancer. So what is the chances of me um, developing or getting cancer as I get older? Because uh, I mean, I'm now 35 and I'm starting to think about it now. Um, I don't want to go too early, you know, like <laughs> when it's not my actual time to go. So if you can please maybe get or give me and us more information regarding that and keep on keeping us all alive with the great music and great commentary on the show we love you guys thank you but Uncle Kourbis, listen Kourbis doesn't want to go anytime soon like <laughs> you need to help out of it yeah nobody wants to go <laughs> nobody wants to go before it's too soon so Kourbis, uh, we have something in common i also come from a family with a strong history of cancer so i understand your fears and they're extremely valid So it's important to know your family history. Um, Knowing your family history uh, allows you to to direct you towards knowing knowing which screening test to go for and which age to go go for them. Um, Screening is extremely important because it allows you to detect your symptoms before the cancer develops. So Gwebus, go see your GP at some stage and just go for some cancer screening. You know, you need to tell us now this evening if it's true or false. And yet again, just iron out details behind these myths. So, the first one. Hair dye use increases the risk of cancer. False. Alright, why would you say that? Is is it going down your skin though? (laughs) Um, So, things that cause cancer are genetics, um, exposure to radiation, hair dye right now hasn't been proven to cause cancer all right um there's no cancer that it can cause skin cancer brain cancer um 
uh, most hair dyes go through tests that will make sure that it's safe for a human being to use. Um, however, in patients who are getting radiotherapy or who have had radiotherapy, we do tell them, do not dye your hair because your hair follicles are still fragile. Try not to use hair dye because it's a bit strong. All right, cool. Very interesting. I thought, you know, it affects you in some way. But now since you explained it, I understand. Deodorant can cause breast cancer. Definitely not. <laughs> well, Likewise with the um, hair dye, that's very extreme. Um, breast cancer is caused by, like, it's caused by genes. Or um, if a patient is also, um, comes from, has got a BRCA mutation. So deodorant, powder, um, body lotion do not cause cancer. So if someone in my family has cancer, am I likely to also have it? Um, there is a chance. Um, some cancers are hereditary. Um, so it depends on what type of cancer it is, uh, who, when they got the cancer, and how aggressive it is. So yes. So there are herbal products that can that I can use to cure cancer. That one you can leave it in true or false. I don't want you to go into detail on it. False. <laughs> so there are no herbal no herbal products at all. Um, I'm not, I don't don't sell it to me. Don't tell me about them. But there are no herbal products because you find people that would rather go to you know a herbal doctor or whatever just to go pick up something and say, oh no, well, look, I'm cured, and then six months later, boom. Mm. So most oncologists practice evidence-based medicine and right now herbal products, homeopathic uh, medicine is usually not a cure, but some people can use it as an adjunct to treating your cancer. My attitude, positive or negative, determines my risk or likely recovering from cancer. I think that's more of an important one, right? Very, very true. Um, your mental status. Um, so you need to be very strong when you go through that journey of being diagnosed with cancer, going through um, chemotherapy or whatever on cocaine that you're going to get. And it's a long journey. So being positive throughout, um, having family support can get you to wake up to face the next day. Um, so it's extremely important. So, so what other moves are there, you know, that one should should look out for? Um, things like sugar causes cancer. Mm-hmm. That's a myth. Mm-hmm. Um, cell phones cause cancer. Do they though? Um, Big question. There are no strong um, evidence-based tests that um, prove that cell phones, um, cell phone lines, re- um, telephone lines cause cancer. Is it? Yeah. So Elise, um, breast cancer typically presents with either a lump in your breast or a lump in your armpits, um, skin changes, nipple discharge, and you find that the pain does not, the the mass or these symptoms don't go away. Uh, If you're having chest pain, arm pain, I think it's important to go see your doctor because that could be something else related to your heart or your lungs. All right, so... Quick one, I think that's the last one that I'm going to get to. I'm going to ask more other questions. You'll follow her on a digital platform, so otherwise go visit her. Um, is cancer really that seriously? Is it, though, a, a death sentence? Um, so I always tell my patients that um, you can be diagnosed with cancer 
but you can die from anything. You can be hit by a bus, um, you can have a heart attack. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to die now, but it does make you make you aware that you're, you're not going to be immortal. So, oh, so it is kind of a death sentence. You put we, it that way. <laughs> it is. It's not a death sentence. <laughs> so you can still walk away yes. from it. You can survive in a early, way. Early, um, but the ca- thing is with, with early detections and early treatments, yes. when, when, do, when should one just you know, get up and say, ah, I need to go check it out? When, when it's, what happens to your body? Let's, let's just give one example, right? Which so, specific symptom would you say when it kicks in? That's where you stand up and say, because some people will think, oh, maybe I've got just a pain, you know, go, let me go buy, I don't know, deep heat to rub it off or something like that. Okay. So a breast mass, that's not going away. It's getting bigger. Um, go see your doctor, um, have a biopsy done, have a mammogram done, um, and then have all the staging investigations that need to be done. If it comes back as cancer, have it treated. Um, most early cancers can be treated. You can go into remission. Mm. Um, depends on the stage. Depends on how aggressive the cancer is. I'm going to be very blunt and very brutal with this one. For men, all right, prostate cancer. Now we're talking balls here, literally. I mean, what, what, when, how? Like, should it, should there be a pain? What, what is the like? Literally, how do you tell when one is going to catch on prostate cancer? So your prostate is right under your bladder. Okay. And then you have your urethra. urethra. So you typically typically present with either um, difficulty in urination, um, the flow of your urine, um, the or you you also lose your um, erection. So when that happens, um, go see your doctor. Or if you have a strong family history whereby you have a family member that was diagnosed with prostate cancer quite early, um, go start your screening as soon as you're 40.